Hello and welcome to Huddersfield Town Extra Time here at Oakwell. I am pleased to be joined by Dave Hartrick and Andy Lawson. Um, we've just drawn one all uh, after a, a, an entertaining end-to-end game, I think. Uh, Dave, you're here with me, as, as people can, can see. Um, how would you sum that one up? Um, I think it's a bit disappointing. I think Barnsley didn't have loads of quality. They were there for the taking. Town have let another lead slip, which is disappointing. There's a couple of bright things to talk about, Lewis O'Brien in particular. But yeah, it's a draw that this feels a bit flat. It's a draw that feels like a defeat to me. Okay. Uh, what about yourself, Andy? I agree with Dave in that I came into today hoping to get, I suppose, more than we have done from this. I'm delighted with the way that we scored. I thought in attacking phases, we, we did seem like we, we were the higher calibre team, higher quality team, if you like. But then, of course, yeah. as, as Dave says, we we go ahead and then immediately we give Barnsley a chance that, that Tom Lee's kind of saves us from and things. So, yeah, I came out or came into today hoping for more than a point and I come out of it same, really. Yeah, it, it was disappointing in the in the manner we conceded. I think had we gone into to half-time ahead, I think we would have, we would have probably pushed on because, as, as, as Dave says, the... The quality was coming from Huddersfield, and I think that the timing of that goal just seemed to give Barnsley a, a shot in the arm that that they probably could have done without. Is that a, a fair fair thing to say, Dave? Yeah, I think that's exactly it. I think the first half, every time Town broke, they looked really dangerous, and there was a huge gap up to Fraser Campbell that they were trying every time they managed to get a player into that gap. Barnsley couldn't cope. They were they were just trying to hack it clear. They were really struggling. And I think if Town get into the dressing room at halftime at 1-0, like you say, I think they probably win this game 2-0. And yeah. it's a fairly comfortable second half. It was just a proper sucker punch. That's the reality. It was just a proper sucker punch. And it's a shame. It's a shame because, you know, away wins are few and far between in this division. And this one was there, but you just have to you have to look at some of the positives from it today and I think it's it's worth us all talking about Lewis O'Brien really Okay um, Andy if you, if you want to start us off I think you know one of the, the huge positives to me was that you know almost 4,000 town fans here with us they were in great voice all afternoon and, and uh, you know that was that's always great to see especially in a, in a local derby like this one but you know in this sort of atmosphere it is a, a player like Lewis O'Brien who usually steps up yeah, exactly. I mean, who doesn't love Derby Day atmosphere? I thought the town fans were, were really brilliant today, as was Lewis O'Brien. I mean, that for me is the man of the match performance because uh, you look at the way that he took on the job. He was doing almost the hog role in he was really breaking up things for Barnsley. I actually feel like he and Scott High between them actually were a really good little duo in the middle. Scott High put some yeah. really quality passes in. He was able to just find players without really much of a glance. He knew where they were, the passes, not always 100% on point, but largely there with Lewis O'Brien, real engine next to him, the goal as well. For me, yeah, definitely, as Dave says, Lewis O'Brien needs to take all the plaudits and should do rightly for me, my man of the match, but also Scotty Hyde between the two of them. Brilliant combo today. Yeah, Dave, another player I wanted to, to touch on is um, is Josh Karoma because I, I kind of feel like he's in a in a sort of space that Danel Sanani was a few weeks ago. Danel obviously missed out today and feeling a bit unwell, but 
it almost felt as if one of them chances had, had they gone in for him, then he would have been the, the Josh Kroomer last season and mm. had that extra bit of spark about him. He just, you know, clattered the post again, had a few that, you know, bobbled in and around and, and got blocked and things. He just seems to be, you know, just short of that little bit of confidence or belief that would, would have him be the player he was last season for us. Yeah, he got the assist and I think, if he takes anything from today, it needs to be the fact that he got the assist again. And it it was good. It was a good layoff. And he kept getting himself in good positions. But second half, you could see his his confidence went a bit. And he just, it's a cliche, but he sort of just needs to go a goal to go in, however. Needs a goal yeah. to go in off his backside. And I think as soon as that happens, you're going to see the Josh Caroma of old again. Because... I thought what was good today was that he got back into Josh Caroma positions. Yeah. He's been, when he's been, the last few times he's played, he's been struggling to get into those spaces that he likes to work from. And today, first and second half, he was, he was playing where he, where he liked. I think the 4-3-3 first half helps him as well. And I think it helped Toffolo as well. That, that left-hand side looked back to being a real danger point for town. Yeah. Do you think that 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 four three three Andy was um, was obviously a tactical decision made by by Carlos? Do you think that that worked well in the the, the first half of town? Was that something you were you were pleased to see moving away from that sort of five and, and three that we've played for the majority of the season so far? I feel as a general football thing, I feel some some tactical flexibility is always useful. I do agree with club identities and things, but I think an ability when needs must to, to do that. I agree as well. I feel that with, with Lewis in, in that side of the midfield too, they felt like the, the three of last season, that side felt really complete last season. They knew where they were going to be. So for me, yeah, that was delightful to see. I like that we can be tactically uh, adept and move around as we need to. I feel on the other side as well, so, but they reasonably well today I think he does need maybe a, a, a rest or so for a while but Rolando Aarons he came on and almost immediately you could see a quality of ball from him that final product that he was producing there was a cross almost immediately left footed toward Danny Ward which Danny Ward must have been inches away from and so again I feel on both sides there was real real positives today Raj. Yeah, I think that's a that's a, a fair point. I think there's a, a few players today that have, you know, got minutes under their belt that, that haven't done previously and taken a, a chance that wasn't available with a, a you know a settled side and a, a few players missing out um, for for various reasons. Um, Dave, one thing that I wanted to sort of pick up on was we're talking about the tactical flexibility and everything, and, and one player that's at the heart of that is Levi Colwell, and he's you know. It, a child still essentially mm. but he's so flexible and mature for his age and that you know he's at, he's in a three he's in a two and he he doesn't look you know uh, at all panicked he's unflappable he's you know brilliant again today for me a brilliant you know outlet pass always turning into to space and, and finding his man he was sort of with him and Tom Lee's between the two of them even though there's probably 20 years between the two or best part of it um, and you know a wealth of football experience between the two difference uh, you couldn't really tell it if you're watching them play side by side yeah I, I thought he was good today I think playing in a four watch notice boys he doesn't step out with the ball as much so it's a, it's like a sort of pure defensive shift and I think uh, the Peterborough game where that late goal came and he was he found himself in no man's land and got slightly bullied for the goal I was slightly worried, are we going to see something similar today? And I thought he was fairly faultless on the back foot today. I thought he was he was really, really good. And I think 
it, it, like you run out of ways to say Levi Colwell is good at football, but Levi <laughs> Colwell is good at football. And, you know, it's clear that this is a young man that after this season, who knows where he goes, to be honest with you, it's sort of the, the ceiling really is down to him. Yeah, we, we, we've seen players that have, you know, in very recent history come to Huddersfield from, mm. from Premier League clubs, top-end Premier League clubs, uh, you know, Emil Smith-Rowe and Trevor Shalabar, and they've gone on to be, you know, staples of the, the first 11s at those teams, and that's not an easy thing to do. So you, you wouldn't, you know, put your money against Levi doing something similar at this stage because he's, he's absolutely brilliant. He was captain in the, the England under-18s mm. as well. Um and there's, there's, you know, a, a feeling here now that the town need to just do something to to get over the line. What do you think needs to to change with a, a week to prepare for that Coventry City game uh, at home? It's beyond telly, an early kickoff. Uh, they're always slightly odd, given that you know it changes your routine a little bit and, and things like that. Um, what do the town really have to concentrate on and look at to to make sure that 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 performance and that result goes their way? Because you know, it was a disappointing result last time at home. It's a, a disappointing result here at Oakwell. It, it's time, really, perhaps, to, to change that narrative a little bit. Yeah, I know what you mean, Raj. Uh, just very quickly before I get on to that, I think for me, uh, the club and the club shop, please print a T-shirt, Levi Colwell is good at football. I think <laughs> that would be absolutely genius. Uh, I, 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 do, I do see what you mean about, about town. I feel like, yeah, we've... We've hit a point where we need a couple of positive results. I feel like, again, another week to go before we get that game. I feel like, yeah, the Christmas period is going to be a, a real kind of busy period for the player. So I feel almost like this week a bit of downtime might help a little bit, as well as looking then at the tactical stuff. I think we've learnt with what we've seen today, for example, that Danny Ward is an absolute beast when he's up front. Maybe when he's brought back, sometimes the work that he does is not quite as obvious. So for me, maybe working a tactic around him, maybe being up front back where he's really strong. I, I look at so many things from today, Raj, and I see there's so many opportunities for us to to be in a better position than we are. We just need a couple of couple of shots here and there to become goals. I'm, I'm not going down the pure route of it's nothing but luck that needs to change. But I do feel like we've only just, we're still there pretty much. Do you know what I mean? We, we've not yeah. dropped back too much. So I feel it's there. A week, hopefully, prep will help town as we go into that game next week. Yeah, they feel, um, Dave, with a, a bit of perspective, um, compared to the conversations we might have been having last season, like first world problems, we're talking about points that we should have gained rather than you know disappointing losses. We're talking about looking upwards at the table where we could be rather than looking down at where we might be and, and those sorts of things. So that should be an, an overall positive. And I don't want us to ever, without sort of looking for excuses. I don't want ever to lose sight of the, the progress we made this season because that's that's evident and, and important as well. But overall, how do you think the the season at, at present feels for town? Is it is does it look positive for you or is it or is it something that, that could be a touch better? I think it's still a net positive. I think you have to say that you have to look at the league and you have to say that. I think the problem is the frustrations are like it, it, it's fine tuning it's they've they've got a much better squad they've got a couple of shapes that work they've got a couple of ways to hurt teams but they just need a little bit more of everything and yeah like last season it was getting really hard to write and talk about town because there's only 
bit like Lever Colwell being good at football. There was only so many ways to say that Town was struggling to do the same things week after week. Yeah. And I think they've still got a couple of fundamental problems creativity-wise they need to sort, but it's just a fine-tuning. You, you saw today they scored a goal that they rarely score this season, which is a break and a move down the middle. And that is what they need to do more of. That's what me and Steve have been crying out for. And that is the, the big goal from the second half of the season is just to be more proactive. And I hate to use the word direct because it has all sorts of connotations <laughs> in football and it's not what I mean, but just being more direct through the middle, just tie a defender up, give them problems. And that will help, you know, the players of likes of Josh Caroma with the space that it creates. So I still think it's a net positive overall. I still think they're doing okay. It's just they've got to be careful because we're at the point where I think we can all say they need a win now. They need a win again because they've not bounced in the fashion that they have at the first half of the season. So it's time to put that right now. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a few things that, that should hopefully help. There's there's players obviously coming back. There's there's players who've missed out for non-footballing reasons, good non-footballing reasons, illnesses and things like that, uh, which isn't you know a, a negative at all. Uh, players coming back from from long-term injuries such as Jordan Rhodes and you know, players being reintroduced, uh, Mipo and, and Rolando as, as Andy touched on earlier. So it's there are reasons there to, to be positive looking forward and, and you know, a game like Coventry against a team that around us at the top end of the division, a similar performance to the one against West Brom and, and suddenly the outlook looks far rosier than it might at the minute and, and that's probably because it's about minus four degrees at Oakwell um, and that's probably me and Dave are wanting to, yeah. to cut this one short if we can. <laughs> is, there, is, there, um, is there anything to, to add from either of you two before we do call it? Central heating is an amazing thing. There we are. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's very smug of you, Andy. It'll be a while before you you're back on extra time for that one. Um, anything at all there from you? No, no. Let's oh, just get inside. League. Yeah, I was going to say, me, me and Dave are sat in a, a condemned stand at Oakwell today, and I think we we will both join the the standing being condemned if we stay out here any longer. So, <laughs> thank you very much to to both of you, and, and thank you very much to Sports Broker for for sponsoring the show, and making it possible. And we'll we'll speak to you soon in in advance of that Coventry City game. <laughs>